the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. My, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to another show. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and this is the Mess It Up Podcast. Uh, one of the funny things that happened uh, is last week I got some comments from some people. Apparently I messed it up and I used the old original intro with uh, Biker Chick, um, who, who you could tell after listening to the show uh, was not there. Bev is not uh, Biker Chick or anything close to that. So uh, uh, hopefully we get the right one on this week and um, don't get goofy with you on that. So I apologize for that. Also, it is getting warm out here in the desert where I record this thing. And uh, so you may hear some of my uh, swamp cooler going in the background. I apologize for that uh, in advance as well. Um, but uh, we are here with a, another show, and it is June. I, not today, not next week's show, but the week after that will be June 21st, which is the summer equinox and um, solstice, summer solstice. And uh, it's the longest day of the year. It's the beginning of summer. It's you know we're here people so um so welcome to uh, to June um and our little show uh tonight I'm rolling solo um because uh you know I I I didn't get myself in order I I've got a guest who's uh, going to be coming in and doing a show with me at some point we've talked about it several times and we just keep on not getting it done so uh one more time it'll be me and I apologize for that. I apologize for the little swallowing noise there. There's no one to cover up when I uh, when I have to take a drink. Um, tonight, though, um, our our show is once again brought to you by listeners just like yourself. We are 100% listener supported. So um, check us out on uh, all of our uh, places where you might check us out, which would be on uh, our Patreon site. You can go to messituppodcast.com, click become a patron, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can join our Patreon platform to help support the show. Or if you want to do text to give, it's 760-WALLS-CA. Just text the word MUM, M-U-M, to um, that number, and it'll guide you through our text to give process. And um, like I said, everything that we do is funded by you, our listeners. So uh, please uh, consider, if you're listening to this right now, uh, consider giving us uh, a gift. Uh, either one-time gift or a monthly gift because it really does help to um, get things done in the prisons and whatnot. Uh, I'm super excited that uh, in about a month we're going to be having at my church something called Celebrate Recovery Sunday and we'll be having some um, what I call satisfied customers. Um, some guys from the prison that were in my prison fellowship classes will be coming to talk about that and uh, I'm super excited about that. And that's, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen without the support from you guys. So I really, really appreciate all of our givers and supporters and uh, would encourage you to think about joining that family if you haven't already. If you do join, uh, there are some uh, gifts that we give for you. So um, you can check that out once again on our Patreon, uh, which is at messituppodcast.com and uh, click that Become a Patron button. Um, we have a big word of the week because, you know, we like to have the big wow. And our word of the week this week is venal. And venal is um, being able to be bribed, having a susceptibility or motivation 
through bribery. People who are venal will take money for stuff. And I'm, <laughs> I, I hate to throw that out right after I put the plug for our Patreon and text to give, but um, you know that's that's the word of the week. So that's how it goes. Um, so if you can use the word venal in your sentences this week, um, see if you can get people to give you bonus points. Um, <laughs> I hate to be bribing you to use the word of the week uh, and making it seem as though you too might be venal, but um, that's our word of the week. Have fun with that one and uh, spread the uh, spread the knowledge around with your big fancy words. All right, enough uh, waffle at the beginning of the show. Let's go ahead and, and get on with our show. Um, just a couple of things I wanted to, to uh, bring up today as I'm, I'm talking. I was looking through some of my topics and uh, there were some things I just wanted to talk about and it's almost like just some random thoughts but we went this week to go see a play and it was really it, it was cool we had seen the play before but it was great because we got to spend time with people that we haven't been able to spend time with uh, in a while and that was just a, a true blessing to us to be able to get together with people that we consider to be family even though there's no biology that's shared there's still that love and that bond of family, and uh, it was just a really neat day to be able to go and, and see something meaningful with people who mean something to me. Uh, the play that we saw is called Come From Away. If you're in the Southern California area, it's playing at the Amundsen through June, um, and I think into the beginning of July. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. You can also find it on Apple Plus. Um, they uh, they recorded it was happened to be the first show that came back after Broadway reopened after the lockdown and um, so they recorded it and, and put it on Apple Plus and it's just a beautiful story about the town of Gander in uh, Newfoundland up in Canada and uh, it was uh, a place where a lot of planes were diverted on 9/11 when the American airspace was shut down and uh, this small town in uh, on the east coast of Canada uh, all of a sudden had uh, like almost 7,000 people uh, come to their town overnight and they had to find places to put them, a uh, place for them to sleep. They had to have food, and, you know, just everything. Ima imagine somebody coming to your house that you're not expecting right at dinner time and the scrambling you have to do. And now you've got, this is like, you know, that on steroids. So um, uh, anyhow, I really recommend you check that out. But what it made me think about was, um, these people, they, they gave of themselves for strangers. And they just, you know, did it. And people might say, well, you know, Canadians are nice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Canadians are nice, but Canadians could also be jerks. Uh, I know a lot of Canadians who um, don't have the time of day for anybody, who treat people like garbage. Um, if you look at the uh, situation with how the, the natives in Canada, the indigenous people up there, were treated. Um, and not, I'm talking like, you know, not in the 1800s. I'm talking about, you know, recently uh, it hasn't been, you know, pleasant, jolly, uh, you know, friendly Canada, eh? Uh, so, so I understand some of it might be cultural that people can be nice, but, but these people just went above and beyond on nice, what a lot of people may or may not do. And I think there's good people everywhere, and I, I, the reason that I think that is because um, God made us. And I was, I was reading a book that was 
quoting it, so I'm going to give you a, a, a stacked quote here because this is a, a quote that I grabbed from one author who grabbed it from C.S. Lewis. And this is from, um, the idea comes from his Mere Christianity book. And I'm not going to give you the full Lewis quote, but the idea is that you were God's idea. You know, God thought, what could I make? And he came up with you. He came up with me. And when we look at people and we think disparagingly of them, last week we talked about, you know, showing people, you know, having value instead of evaluating people, that God made us because he wanted us. He wanted you. He wanted me. And it might not always feel that way. Maybe you're a person who, like me, I, I struggle with self-esteem. And, and, and wonder sometimes, you know, what, what I've done wrong. You know, I had a friend who um, I haven't really had contact with for the better part of a year now. I've barely seen this person. And they contacted me the other day and said, hey, you know, can we meet for some coffee? And I was like, okay. My first thought wasn't, oh, great, I get to you know, see my friend that I haven't seen for a while. I was like, oh, what did I do that I don't realize I've done? Why are they mad at me? Why are they contacting me now? And, and sometimes that's where my mind goes to. It's like, what have I done? And, and we were going to have coffee today, and, and then they didn't. They forgot. They <laughs> got stood up, and I was like, oh, man, I've, I've really blown it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's bad. And then I was thinking, well, no, you know, if somebody wants to tell you off or tell you you've done something, they don't forget to come to the meeting that they call. Um, but for me, it can be easy to forget that God made me, that God made me to be what I am, who I am, how I am, and that I'm okay in his eyes, even though I might not be okay in the eyes of other people. And not being okay in the eyes of other people can hurt. Uh, it can feel bad when, you know, you get excluded from things. You know, there's a little bit of a, a Rudolph syndrome, you know, getting not allowed to play in all the reindeer games. But we have to, we have to find ways to carry on or everything just stops. And I was talking to a friend today about something like that, and they were talking about we, we were talking about um, things not going right in, in their life. And they said, you know, but I had a win. And they had gone and, and spent time uh, out of town, surrounded by a lot of the things that used to be issues for them, uh, habits and addictions for them. They were surrounded by it, and they were able to not be tempted, to not partake. And they're like, yeah, there's a lot of things going wrong, but that was a win. I got a win from that. And I was like, yes. Yeah, you did. And I know that part of the reason, not all of the reason, but, but part of the reason that this person saw that as a win is because of our friendship, the friendship that I have with this person and, and the work that we've done together in step studies and working in, in Celebrate Recovery. And it made me feel just a little bit better. Now, and that's a tricky word, you know, feeling better. 
doesn't mean I feel good necessarily. It doesn't mean that I'm completely over whatever it was that was hurting me, but but I definitely feel better than I did. And sometimes better is all I can can take. Uh, in my my testimony, I talk about the fact that um, that life got better, you know, and and that has to be good enough. I have to be able to accept that as the win, the getting better. Because if I'm waiting for perfect, that's not going to happen. Uh, if I'm waiting in my ministry for perfect people to come in and and take part in it and be part of leadership. It's not going to happen. And if, if you're waiting in your life for perfect people to show up to do this stuff, you're going to have a long wait because, you know, as my dad was fond of saying, there was one perfect guy and they hung him on a cross. We're not perfect. We have faults. We have failures. We have problems and issues that come up. Sometimes things come up that I've done. Sometimes things come up that I haven't done, but I don't react well, you know, I, I, I've been known to react poorly. And I like to have, you know, good reactions when things happen. But sometimes my emotions run away from me and I, I don't act in a way that makes me proud later. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's gone through that. And that's why I come back to the fact that God made me and I was his idea. He's like, you know what? And, and here's the cool thing. You know, Adam, first guy, that's cool. You know, you got that historical thing. Everybody knows your name. But here I am, thousands of years later, billions of people later, and God still wanted me because out of all the people he'd made, he hadn't made one of me yet. And that's pretty cool. The guy who can do everything. You know, try shopping for Christmas for God, you know. What do you get for the guy who not only has everything, but can make everything? And he decided what he needed was he needed to make a Paul. Or a John, or a Jim, or a Betty, or a, a, a Louise, or whoever it is that you are out there. He made you because he wanted to have you around. So if God wants to have you around, I guess we need to want to have each other around as well. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I know is um, God's not just, I wasn't his idea, but he's, he's going to be there to help me. And, and the song of the week that we have this week is from Brandon Heath. This is a bouncy little song. It's called See Me Through It. I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of it. I'll be back on the other side to talk about that and to ramble on a little bit more and let you get on with your week. So here's Brandon Heath with See Me Through It. When the sky falls, who am I gonna call? The one who put it up there in the first place. Full scale attack, devil on my back, better lace him up and go put on my game face. I don't got this, I know you got this.
So, Brandon Heath bouncing along for you there, uh, hopefully making you feel good about things. Um, the thing that really stood out to me on this, um, and, you know, it's got that that break that it starts on the, the, the clip that you heard, um, you know, our God is bigger than all our problems, which is just a great thing for me to keep in mind, because sometimes my problems just seem so insurmountable and so huge, uh, and it's a good reminder, but but the thing that really strikes me is in the, the little pre-chorus, it says, I don't got this. I know you got this. I don't pray for strength <laughs> because when I'm strong, I have this feeling that I am in control, that I've got this. And I remember, you know, turning my wife and I, we, we laughed because there was a song that we did uh, for worship, and uh, I turned to her, I was like, oh, yeah, we were going to sing it, and I said, oh, I got this, and then I completely messed up the song, and uh, we, we, it was so bad, we had to start over again, which doesn't typically happen when we're doing our worship at uh, the church, but but that's what happened to me, and um, that's such a great reminder that I don't got this. Now, now God made me. I was God's idea, but I don't got this. Let let God do it, people. Just let God, let, you know, like he says in the beginning of the song, let, you know, Jesus take the wheel. It's, it's not my job. I, I don't do it well. God does. So I just need to let him do his thing. I do my thing. And um, hopefully everything works out a lot better in the, uh, in the outcome. So, you know, we, we like to take messes, turn them into messages. And, you know, I talked about the mess being the fact that sometimes I'm not feeling uh, strong in my own capacity and my own my own worth. When I introduce myself and celebrate recovery, I tell people that um, you know sometimes I'll say I, I have an addiction to what people think of me. And in recovery circles, we call that codependency. And I get so caught up trying to make people like me, trying to make sure that my friends like me, you know, that my family is, is pleased with me. And I guess a lot of it has to do with just the horrible things that I did um, when I was acting out and, and, and that, you know, got me put behind bars. That was something that I, I fight hard against the feeling that I feel like I need to make up for all that. But I think it was there before I even did that. And I think, you know, part of my criminal activity had to do with me not thinking I was good enough and trying to find ways to be good enough. And knowing that, that I was God's ideas is, is good. It's a, it's a healthy start for me. But what's the practical end of how this mess becomes a message? 
I think the most important thing, and you've probably heard me say before, is to share. Me doing this, me getting in here and and sharing my my heart. Um, and and it's it's strange because I'm sitting in an empty room. It's uh, a little after after midnight on June seventh, the day that this comes out. And I'm able to talk to an empty room and kind of open myself up. It's, it's a little bit like when I write or when I blog, there's no one there for me to look at and to get the immediate feedback from. And, and sometimes immediate feedback is, is awesome, but sometimes it, it's, it's a little bit more freeing when I don't have that because I don't have to try to play to the crowd. I know my wife is going to listen to this probably the day it comes out. You know, she, she's a, a person who listens to it right away. But if she was sitting here, I, I, I wouldn't be able to talk as openly, I don't think, just because I'd have eyes watching me, and sometimes that makes it a little bit more difficult. There's a bit of a safety net in the, in the solitude. But there's a healing in getting it out. And, and that's why I write. That's why I do the blog and ministerofmocha.com every Monday morning and write books and, and put posts on Reddit. Uh, I, I, I put a post on Reddit today. You can go check it out that talked about um, trying to write my, my next book. But working these things out is where the message is. That's where the healing is because the healing is the message. Uh, I, I don't want the message to not include healing because we are trying to be hope dealers. We're trying to encourage people with the things that we're doing and not to have them make the same mistakes, but have them find their way out of their forest, out of their chaos, out of their canyon out of their hole that they may have dug, that you may have dug, by using some of the paths and options and tools that we used. I was watching a show um, that some of you may watch. It's called Barry. Um, and they were, uh, the, the, the premise of the show is there's a a hitman who stumbles into an acting class and he doesn't really know what he's doing with the acting, but one of his uh, co-students talks to him about taking the pain and the emotion that he feels and that's his you know, paint in his toolbox for painting a picture later. And, and everything that we have, that goes into our toolbox and that's, that's something that we can draw on later to help us through a time or... Also, and, and I, I, I don't know if it's more important or I, I don't want to rate the importance of it, but, but it is also important that when somebody sees me get through something, they know that they can too. And, and one of the things I love about Celebrate Recovery is we have so many different hurts, habits, and uh, hang-ups under the umbrella of Celebrate Recovery that I don't have to wait for someone with my exact issue to come by. I can learn from the alcoholic or the uh, drug addict, or the compulsive gambler, or the liar, or the person who deals with, you know, uh, self-destruction. 
I can I can learn from all that because I can see, all right, here they were, they were in a problem, and then they got out of it. And and the only way I see it is by them sharing. And be me going and, and listening. You know, we've we've got to have people sharing their stories, we've got to have people talking, we've got to have people listening. We have to have trees falling in the forest, and we have to have people there to hear it to make the noise be processed. What story are you holding on to? What, what piece of wisdom do you have that you don't even realize that someone needs to hear and you're holding on to it because you don't want to see the look on their face when you say it? I know what you're talking about. I know what you're feeling. When I wrote my first book, Still in Beta, it's, it's a 400-page, 440 pages. It's basically an ultra-testimony. It gets down in the weeds in my autobiography. And, and as I was writing it, I was writing it online, and my wife would read it and help edit as I was going. So I would write in the morning or the afternoon, and, and she would have it read by the evening when I had read that, written that day. And when I got into some of the uglier parts of my life, I asked her to, to please hold off on reading or, or not to read it when I could see her reading it because I didn't, I didn't want to see her reaction. And I was not, I, I felt shame. I felt embarrassed. Not that she put that on me or projected that on me. It was, it was something that I accepted from the enemy saying I should be ashamed. And that holds people back. <laughs> that holds people back from sharing. And so going back to good old C.S. Lewis there, knowing that God had this idea. And the idea's name was Paul. Well, that's just... I don't have the words for it. I've been trying for the last 25 minutes to come up with the words for it, and I, I just don't have the words for it. But it means something. It means something to me. And I know I mean something to people. I know that I'm important in people's lives and that I matter, even though sometimes other people can make me feel like I don't. Well, they, they can't make me. I choose to feel like I don't based on other people's actions. Don't do that. Don't have actions that lead people to think they're not worthy. And don't think you're not worthy just because of somebody else's actions. God says you are. God knows everything. God's never wrong. He didn't start with you. He didn't start with me. So um, give yourself a hug. Tell yourself you love yourself. Go get yourself something special. Maybe a, a coffee or a latte or a donut, a piece of candy, something healthy. Don't, don't you know, go breaking your sobriety, whatever that happens to be. But uh, do something nice for yourself, even if it's just uh, look in the mirror and tell yourself how great you are, because you're great. And I love that you're here. I appreciate the fact that you take the time to listen to me each week. I appreciate the fact that you take the time to share, and I know that some of you do, you know. Uh, if, if you haven't taken the time to share yet, tell someone, hey, check out this show. Maybe not this particular episode, uh, but, you know, pick one. Maybe, maybe a few weeks back when we had uh, Confessions of a Pineapple on, 
maybe you know a lady who's struggling with uh, infertility or, or a guy who's, you know, wife is struggling with that as well because that hurts, you know, dads as well. You know, go back and listen to that one. Or, or uh, our friend Lowry, who was on a little while back, and, and, and check out what's going on in his life. Just, you know, share the show. Share the stories that are out there. Someone needs to hear it. You don't know who, so just have everybody listen to everything. Fun thing you can do, pull up to the stop sign, stoplight, roll down the window, put it on your radio in your car, and just turn up, mess it up podcast, and see if you get some looks. Uh, that would be great. I'd appreciate that. Hey, don't forget to check us out on our social media. Go on our Facebook and, and write to us. Um, you can send me a text or, or give me a phone call at 760-608-1942. can send me email at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can become a contributor to the show and uh, financially support our ministry with Messed Up Ministries, getting people into the prisons to uh, bring the word of God and the, the love of Jesus to uh, inmates. You can do that by texting the word mum, mum's the word, to 760-WALLS-CA or go to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and it'll take you to our Patreon site. Really appreciate you guys being here. Thanks a bunch. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have a guest so you don't just have to listen to me. If you're tired of listening to just me, use one of those ways that I told you to connect with us and say, hey man, I'll be on the show. I'll help you out. I'll take part of it. Because um, we'd love to hear your story. We'd love, you know, the, the other listeners would love to hear another voice besides just, just mine. Um, so not a put down to myself. I just know you know, it's nice to have a little bit of variety. So, uh, so hit me up with that. Check us out on Reddit. Um, interact, you know, do these things. If you, you want to get a book, uh, we've got two books out right now, uh, still in beta. And the second book is called Piece by Piece, which also has pie recipes. Um, and those are all available on Apple Books, on Amazon. Uh, you can go to amazon.com and you can order a paperback version of it, or you can get it on your Kindle as well. So, um, that's out there. Uh, third book coming hopefully uh, around Christmas time. Uh, if I can get my act together and get my thoughts collected and, and, and get writing. I've got half a year to do it, uh, so I need to get busy. Um, but uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Appreciate your patience with me and uh, all the the noise and stuff like that. I, it looks to me as I'm looking at this like the record level uh, was higher in the second half than it was in the first half. So hopefully it didn't cause too many problems for you technically that way, but hey, <laughs> we take messes, turn them into messages, right? So uh, anyhow, I will see you uh, down the road sometime, and uh, we'll be back next time. We mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.